0: Today is Monday, March 13th, 2017. It's episode 28 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. with your host, Gladys and Schindler. welcome everybody to maelstrom radio my name is Flatus. with me this host has always had a 280 weapon in his pants it's shin (laughs) i knew where
1: that was going and oh no wait hold on fuck damn it you muted
0: me again didn't you god damn it yes except no i can hear myself oh no oh that's right oh i forgot I, I put a safety I put a safety parameter in where they could still hear you and I only muted you on my end. It's called it's called a safety net.
1: Just so you know as well, like I couldn't hear some of the intro, so maybe your safety net needs a few other fixes. <sighs> well, that's a
0: great start. Oh my! I swear I I don't know what to do at this point. I think we got it pretty much solved. <laughs> pretty much, I'm not sure why. I I listen. Klaus didn't say he couldn't hear my intro chat, so maybe it was just Discord not picking me up. That was completely it... possible. All right. Uh, think I'm sending you all our curses, please. No, thank please. you for that. Thank you. For that. <laughs> We're only two people on this ship.
1: And it's sinking. Ugh. I got lemonade. <laughs> well, at least there's one positive thing.
0: Yeah, I got lemonade, buddy. Uh. And there's the same positive
1: thing. It's only five minutes after eight, and now the notes are finally done. <laughs>
0: they didn't need to know that! <laughs> they didn't need to know that was us! They didn't need- Listen, for all- As long as everybody knows in the end. I Although I could cut that out, but it would sound awkward so welcome to maelstrom radio Where everything's made up and the
1: notes don't matter
0: no oh the only podcast that's for based on final fantasy 14 that's not serious <laughs> we're serious no we, we're serious we're a serious podcast with serious business not, not what... Deadly serious. What what did I describe the show as? When we were gaming the other... Last week? Like, we take Final Fantasy XIV, strip it to its core, and then point everything that's funny with it. <laughs> point out everything that's just hilarious about it.
1: Yeah, we strip it down to its
0: most ridiculous parts. Yeah, I, that about sums it. it up. That's about it. That's about it. That's about it. Uh, we have no news today, so we're just gonna... Oh, I, I guess I could uh, do this. We're, we're recruiting! <laughs> We're recruiting because that you we are you're, recruiting,
1: you're, that is a thing that, yep,
0: I guess I could do that. I, I'll do the giveaways first and I'll talk about recruiting for our, our FC because I think I do want to talk about kind of like the mindset that you and I are gonna the culture. I'm gonna say the culture that we want to instill. So I we'll did talk- do the thing last
1: week, so I, I we can go to I, that I, afterwards,
0: yes. So, all right, first of all, YouTube, click the button, subscribe, it helps. Um. We need to get art up there. uh I'll see if I can get get that done this weekend, maybe next weekend. No, no art. I
1: was gonna say, I'm surprised that we haven't finished that yet. Yeah, we need to get
0: that done. The person who will do the art for us doesn't have Photoshop on their s- current PC because it is a laptop, and their desktop is old. So, I suggested GIMP to them, and they are like, I can't use GIMP. I have to use Photoshop. So, I'm like, all right, I just do have to get that off her old PC and onto her new one. So, <laughs> um, uh, other than that, I mean, we've, uh, we've got one person that was added. Curry invited a friend to come play with us, and she's actually really liking the game. So, that should be an official thing coming up. Uh, as for our FC. Uh, we made some changes. Shen, you want to cover what you kind of what you broke?
1: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have broke it. So we haven't really been doing a whole lot with our FC lately. Uh, our ranks are kind of a mess. Our membership is kind of between a hundred days offline and then a core group of people that are pretty active here. So uh, I went through last week and I kind of we I talked with Flatus here and we went through and we kind of cleaned it up a little bit. We got some more people who have been quite uh, active in here and gave them some better ranks within our FC. Uh, We're going to sort out some stuff around the whole, like the the FC bank and uh, promotions and ranks and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I think we've got a good solid group of like six people who are usually on every day and between like eight to 12 people in total that make up those six people on, not the same six every day. Yeah, but yeah. Well, we're going to try to keep it a little bit more active, keep it a little bit more uh, not ghost town like.
0: <laughs> in, in terms of
1: like things that are happening with the FC, uh, we have we're starting to do a kind of a weekly run of uh, sky on Thursdays now. Uh, I'd like to plan a few more other events that are similar to that. We are still recruiting for our static, uh, although we have pretty much no one right now, so the kind of pseudo-replacement right now is that Sky run. Uh, Yeah, I've got a bunch of people working on Relics. We have people that are running Trials, Extremes, uh, a bunch of other stuff. And we have a ton of people who are currently leveling from, yeah, players who just started uh, recently uh, who have never played the game to people who are from other servers who have come and joined us and are quickly leveling up to people who are brand new to the game, but are just about to hit 50 now. And they're going to really see what, uh, has been keeping a lot of us around. Yeah. So come out and join us. And yeah, I swear flatus doesn't use a soundboard so much while we're actually (laughs) doing content because he's afraid that he will die.
0: It's probably right. I don't actually use it at all during our, uh, our, I could, but I won't, (laughs) I won't do that. um, I will say, uh, I, I know, <laughs> I, I know, I saw, I saw your thing. But real quick, uh, the, the, the one thing I do want to touch on um, is the mentality of the FC. We want to, like, instead of it being about numbers and just getting warm bodies in there, we do want to push for quality of people um, and let that um, permeate through the FC. And let, let, I want to be the type of FC where people want to join us by word of mouth. Versus us sitting in town and saying, "Hey, you should come join us," or us going out and focusing on going to Reddit, going out to the our servers' F Facebook page and posting and trying to get people that way. So uh, that is a mentality change. That is a shift in culture in the FC. And I've talked to some of the people in RFC about it already. And not only are they behind it, they are like good. Like we, they're they feel that Shin and I are very welcoming. Um, so they think that's a very possible and plausible thing, and they want to see it succeed. So we are getting support from the people in our FC. So, and some of those people even listen to this podcast. Yeah. So, um, so speaking of listening to this podcast, I think we should probably start giving them something to listen to besides us recruiting for stuff. Yeah,
1: so we we had PAX last week, and we had a ton of different interviews from various uh, websites and groups. Uh, We have a couple here that we want to just kind of touch on briefly. Uh, There's one that happened uh, directly during PAX that was streamed, live streamed on Twitch. Um, That was with uh, Yoshida and the group there. Uh, There's also one that Gamerscape did uh, that was kind of interesting, and uh, Reddit also put together one that we'll touch on um, the really cool thing, um, Fusion X from Gamer Escape there tweeted out earlier that uh, it was kind of really cool that each of these communities kind of work together uh, so that they wouldn't have the same questions in all of their interviews. So one, uh, Yoshida doesn't get asked the same questions over and over again and has to just answer the same thing. And two, the community gets a lot more information without repeat. So it's not everyone asking like, oh, what's coming up in Stormblood? Oh, what's next? What's this? It's very distinct pieces of information. And uh it it doesn't kind of overlap at all so that was kind of a a nice little piece that they did
0: yeah um (laughs) uh so we know that uh what's the very first thing he came like people asked about some of the changes for uh battle classes in uh in 4.0 so uh this has been such an argument over the weekend with a lot of people. Cleric
1: stance but... stays.
0: The cleric stance stays. I don't care what you all say. Cleric stance stays. The cleric stance stays. Uh, but I'm just—you uh, don't think that they won't try to make an effort to to put a bigger demand on healers trying to heal? No, and we talked about this briefly on Twitter
1: last week as well. Uh, Basically, the way that healing has to be set up, and this is the same with DPS and tanking as well, uh, is that you have to be able to do it from all ranges of play. It has to be from the beginner who's just picked up the game to the expert raider who's been playing this game since launch and has put in 25 hours a day, eight days a week. Uh, And for that content, you need to be able to kind of span all ranges of play. So if you have a player who is new to the content, if they can run through all of it, then the player who's put in so much time or is more experienced or whatever the case is, uh, they're always going to have extra time to sit around and do nothing. Same thing with people who are first geared. If you hit the minimum eye level requirement versus you're capping out the eye level requirement, there's a huge disparity in that range as well. So uh, I can see a lot of content. And even the stuff that they've released now, when it first gets out, it's sometimes tougher to heal. Like you are... Kind of, a, you're learning the content, you don't know what to expect, you're being a little bit more conservative. And then, probably a couple days to a week after that, uh, you're back just to your normal flow. You understand what's going on, your gears improved a little bit if they have improved the gear cap, and uh, you just can go through it so much faster, so much easier. And it gives you that time to do the extra stuff like DPS.
0: But you're a healer, you're supposed to heal.
1: <laughs> but that's the thing with being a healer, and same thing with being a tank. You know the point when you don't have to constantly generate hate. Uh, if I get rid of cleric stance, then you have permanent grit. You just you, your DPS goes down and your threat goes up. Like it, it doesn't. Having the ability uh, to swap between different things gives that class a little bit more flavor, a little bit more fun. If a healer just had to sit there and heal, it'd be really boring because. A lot of the time, everyone's health is at max. Same thing with a tank. If the tank just sits there and has to generate threat, they're going to get bored because the mob's already on them. It's not like they're constantly at risk of losing this, especially the, the better gear they have, the more experience they have.
0: Agreed. I think it'd be interesting to see what they're going to do coming. It's a, it was still just an interesting statement from Yoshi. Let's see what, let's see what and- they do.
1: I understand that like, it's hard to do it, but it's also very hard to balance that difference between or that the yeah the difference between the new players coming in and the experienced players in there. Like, I can sit and if I'm not DPSing, I feel like I haven't done anything in a dungeon because I literally would be standing there for eighty percent of it because no one takes damage.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, content, <laughs> Dunescape and Alexander Savage loot restrictions will be removed in an upcoming patch. That makes sense. Just, we're getting close to Stormblood's launch. I, honestly, we're, what, about three months out? Just to give a few days, and we'll at that three-month mark for, for uh, early access or pre-launch or whatever, the four-day early access, so. It'll launch a month from next show. Three uh-huh. months from next show, sorry. Woo! <laughs> All right, uh, there, Yoshida says, please trust him, because he's working on balancing healers. Notably he they were did
1: point out that the uh not sorry the people at Pax East pointed out that the astrologian and the scholar were the two top healers at the moment, and they were asking about getting white mage uh to be buffed up a little bit, which not having played the other two at end game, I don't really know if they're better or not. I just know that I can kick ass as a white mage, so anything that's gonna help it that that's great
0: yeah. You want a good white mage I got one it's shin you want a meteoric or dark knight <laughs> come see me uh working on expanding eternal bonding system maybe 4.1 or 4.2 uh specifically I know some people said like anniversaries and stuff like that I'm like if you start adding more crap to this and I didn't have to like I only have to pay for once and I'm getting extra stuff in the long run I, don't, I know a certain FC member who wanted to get married, and his wife, wife kind of said, you can't get married in-game. I'll sneak that marriage in. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Maybe then you'll have just more of an open marriage. Yeah. I don't listen. I don't care.
1: Gonna going to slightly skip ahead here. That uh, On that note, male bunnies are also incoming, so the male bunny outfit uh, is coming. Uh, they have it done on a couple races, but there's still a couple more that they have to complete. And uh just so that everyone's aware, Yoshida did deem the hero to be pretty sexy.
0: <laughs> oh boy. I,
1: I just I'm just waiting for the eternal bonding ceremony between the male and the female in the bunny outfit. Yeah. It's gonna happen one day. I mean there's already like the leopard print underwear type stuff that yeah.
0: Uh, they're going to try to <clears throat> make sure that players won't miss content in Stormblood. You can climb to pretty much high places in King, uh, Kugane. Don't fall. Just don't fall. Don't
1: do it. That's pretty much the story of me playing uh, Breath of the Wild now. Climb up fall. really high, probably fall. Don't you have a glider? <laughs> I do, but the only reason I fall is because I run out of stamina, and you can't glide without stamina.
0: Got it. That seems off. All right. Are you running? Wait, it's hard quick, wait. to hold on to it. Are you are you running around as pantsless link or clothesless link?
1: There are pants. As soon as you started the game, there's a chest with pants
0: in it. So I did put on pants. Pants are optional in that game. They are, <laughs> as they are in this game. The old man's always like, "You're quite naked." That's okay. Here's a glider. Keep it up. Small, cute buns. Yeah, fly on that glider, you sweet piece of ass. <laughs> now, Speaking have... of
1: gear, it says
0: gear. <laughs> it's, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. No plans to add tier set bonuses to Future Savage. They will try to look into it. Um, what do you, What's your take on on tier set bonuses? You think it's a a thing to fight for? Like, make people want to yearn for doing content like oh i I want the best gear but i can just easily buy stuff with tomes but i can get a tier set bonus
1: i think it's kind of cool like i have seen this in other games like uh, everquest 2 did this i think wow did it as well Um, diablo also was one that did this Uh, i think having the tier set bonus just adds another layer of complexity to the gear system uh just because right now players can kind of figure out what is the best pieces from sets, mix and match, add some materia to it, meld, over meld, all that sort of stuff. Uh, Putting in set bonuses just adds one more layer to that in that if you decide to have a set of gear and you get a bonus from it all, does that outweigh the difference of mixing and matching? And it gets a little bit more to the metagame of actually gearing your character. Yeah. I think it's another interesting way to do horizontal progression as opposed to that vertical progression. You don't need to add another 10 levels to level cap if you have more ways of getting the same gear like even right now we're at uh 260 to 280 gear uh maybe we can stay at 280 gear for a while and just make it uh different or more improved with set bonuses and such
0: agreed um some more lore coming both for existing npcs and new ones. Uh, I'm thinking, is going to get some more info on her. Uh, I also think Ida, of course. And, uh, Johnny Falcon is probably going to get some... (laughs) Hashtag Johnny Falcon. House items will display gear coming in 4.x. Uh, I know you and I argued a little bit, but it it was... When I went back and watched it, he did confirm that. That is going to... Mannequins are coming in 4.x, so... I'm kind of stoked because I, there are some gear sets I did like in my Dark Knight. I'd like to put that up in my room. You just want a mannequin of subligar gear, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you know it, buddy. You got you got you got to crawl before you walk, and that, that subligar gear. It lets you crawl pretty well. <laughs> yeah, it does. A lot of a lot of movement in that gear. Uh, it's hard to balance creating difficult content with team size. They're working on it, but don't complain if it's too hard. I agree with them. I think that if people are are yearning for harder content, and they put in harder content, and you still have the options of doing the easier content, do not bitch. Do not complain to this man. It's been two expansions, or uh, at least A Realm Reborn and then Heavensward, and then all the, the patches in between. Don't complain. Don't. Like, if he gives you hard content, bang your head against the wall and figure it out how to beat it. And then when, if it's broken, there's a difference there. That's a difference, but figure it out. It's going to be hard. But the the risk versus reward should be there.
1: And this is definitely too, like it it is hard to create so much content. They have a relatively small team for an MMO, uh, especially one that's this successful. And yes, they could hire a whole bunch more people and they could double the team size and they could come out with a lot more content. But then what happens when they uh, don't have that enough content or enough to do to maintain that team size? uh hiring people to do extra work and producing that content they have to all balance it out and see what makes most the most sense for themselves uh, and for the players so uh, most of their focus needs to be on what are 80 to 90 percent of the players actually going to do what are they going to uh, accomplish uh what's the basic crafting stuff they're going to do what's the basic adventuring stuff new stuff like diadem and uh palace of the dead and all the other uh content like that uh Focusing on that sort of stuff will be uh, available to the majority of the player base, and that's the stuff that's really uh, good for them to create, I think. Whereas if they go out and are creating these Savage raids and then are making something harder than these Savage raids, well, there's only so many players that actually complete the Savage, and then there's only so many people that would actually go and complete stuff that's harder than that. So it really doesn't make sense for them to uh, work on all those things when there's a lot of other stuff that they can
0: focus on um so uh the north american data i'm actually super excited about this north american data center is moving and getting an upgrade uh i cannot wait
1: i'm a little bit i'm kind of disappointed with this because the servers are pretty close to me uh being in montreal i believe Uh, but i'd be okay with it as long as they stay in central or east coast US, but I have a strong feeling that just because of the, a lot of the resources and stuff are on the West Coast, that the servers will be moving to West Coast which just will not be as great for us.
0: It'll bum me out if that happens. Because you're close to them, but they are on the East Coast currently.
1: <laughs> no, they did yeah, say the that. Are... Yeah, I would right. also love for the servers to continue being in Canada. Yeah, I just I... like the concept of not having my data stored in a country that may or may not give access
0: to everybody. I, I would like kind of. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> I do like the uh, the fact that he did say that it, it is going to be um, an upgrade. Like the servers going to be like state of the art servers, so that could help. That benefits them in the uh, the talks of what they want to do in four point X with getting cross server set up with not only chat, friend lists, and also cross server FCS and you know alliance raids and all that stuff. So that should help um no plans to introduce new harvesting classes uh (laughs) yoshida said i think matt we're talking about we were talking about this early you saw an an old icon you hadn't seen before and from 1.x matt hilton or AK bayonne was like yeah it was like a sheep icon (laughs) so a gatherer that could shear sheep but that's all they can do right (laughs) matt's like i'm sure they could do other things like what for example.'" uh, you got it you know ready the meat for sales and uh, am I designing a class right now? okay, next <laughs> uh, so uh they're talking about the uh the herder the sheep herder uh class uh from one point x
1: I'm in favor of it just so that I could level up my uh um, botanist and trade wood for sheep. makes sense
0: makes sense i we, I, we I, can
1: get a whole like settlers of catan thing we have the miner who is the rock and we have and the clay and we have the botanist that does the uh, wheat and the trees the wood i love that you said it's person. a set
0: we could just do a settlers of catan thing that's a, it is settlers <laughs> that's a game we should play <laughs> that is a game we should play <laughs> that is definitely a game we should play I have, listen, I have that board game uh, tabletop simulator on Steam. Anyway, Gamerscape interview did an interview. <laughs> we'll talk about it after uh, the <laughs> uh, uh, didn't had an interview with uh, Yoshi and uh, asked to, to, they pointed out, to get into Alamigo region, we'll need to drive away the Gurleyan power holding that area. Doma doesn't need to be liberated first. So, so we know that now. <laughs> That's a thing we now know. Um, does that mean we're going to Doma first? I, I think so. I was kind of
1: paraphrasing this a little bit more. And it's more, I think, for us to get into 4.0, to get into Alamigo in that area. Uh, right now, the Garleans are there. Like we saw at Belsar's Wall, uh, we had to attack there and the Garleans had that defended. And at some point, we have to go from that point all the way over to a whole other continent. So I think here what he's talking about is that to get to that other continent, we're going to have to drive away the Garleans. We're going to have to establish a foothold where we can kind of launch from. And it sounds like um, Kugane and uh, all that area is probably part of this here. But uh, Dome is, I think, going to be a little bit later. So to get to the area, we're going to have to kind of, and this might be something in 3.56 or 3.57, we start kind of clearing off that foothold so that when we get to 4.0, our first thing is let's establish that foothold. Once we get there, then we can go and find Doma. But from this, it also sounds like Doma does not need to be liberated first. Sounds like Doma's kind of in a bad state and we're probably just, gonna it's not going to be necessarily a, at least at first a player city or anything of the likes. We're going to have to go in and we're going to be killing things in there. Fair Hopefully
0: enough. Garleans. Kill lots of Garleans. I'm down. you we'll uh, use so- Johnny to uh, scale it John- out? <laughs> yeah, Johnny Falcon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Glasses on, letting us know who to kill. Uh, there's going to be more Deep Dungeon and Stormblood. We knew that was going to happen. Uh, we knew that. So I'm excited to see where how they expand upon that Uh that content um because i think they could do a lot with it i think they could do a lot more than what we got with it their first render. I, I would like to see more traps i'd like to see maybe some puzzles we can do inside besides just killing stuff i think there's some stuff that they could do um stuff they could learn from when they did the halloween um event um and probably implement some stuff that way uh the island of thavnir <laughs> uh has been discovered but cannot go out you uh, c- cannot go in at launch of 4.0. So maybe we'll go to the near 4.X. Well, yeah, they
1: specifically said you can't go in there when 4.0 launches. So they never, they, they did put it on the map. So we know that it's relevant because there's no point in putting something on the map that we're not going to see. Uh, even when we saw the trailer there, we know we saw Garland Mold as we went by. We know that's not in 4.0, but we know that it's coming. We know where that is. So it, they kind of had to put, have to put it there. But this island is kind of not in the middle of anything. It's just on the map. We didn't see any actual pictures or anything. So yeah, it's probably gonna be in there. It's probably gonna be I'm gonna guess mid to late four point X series.
0: Um This is quick. New loyalty reward programs uh is in the works focused on a shorter spans of time, e like three months at a time. If you like So that's cool. I mean, I'm down for that. Um proto Ultima was intended to be added as an to an alliance raid would have been harder to get matched after a while if it was a uh trial like an alliance trial so that was the reasoning why they put it in dune Sky. I think that's fair, yeah that is fair.
1: I'm not a huge fan of it being in dune Sky, but at the same time i I see the reasoning and I agree with that,
0: but we'll never get a chance of that sweet sword ever again. <laughs> you never know we might get access to that sword again maybe uh. <clears throat> and hard to balance, uh, want, uh, hard to balance wants of crafting slash harvesting classes versus battle classes. Um, I, I say give it time. I wouldn't ma- maybe say later in the 4.x series. I think they could start making look, uh, looking at towards like some of the crafting. No.
1: Well, this was more of a, a question around uh, improving crafting, making crafters more valuable to uh, other people, make them making it more relevant within the storyline, or giving them more. Things to do that they can independently work on that's not tied to the battle system, and uh, one of the things that they really kind of pointed out is that it, they have tried things where they make crafters uh, relevant to the the battle system, uh, battle classes, and everything. Uh, most recently, in the Anima weapon quest line, they made uh, certain pieces that you had to acquire uh, required from crafting. So their goal was to. Uh, bring the crafters into the whole into the fold make them more relevant get them actually doing things and get them people involved uh, but what they found is that people just complained more of oh i have to hard level a crafter or oh i have to pay all this gill or oh i have to do all these things it really doesn't uh didn't work out so well as they had hoped and for this there's not a whole lot that you can really do like there are people who really love crafting and harvesting there's people that really love the the battles there's people that love doing both, but trying to force one or another on people that don't want to do it, either forcing people to adventure in order to get harvesting crafting or forcing people to craft in order to adventure just doesn't usually end up well.
0: Yeah, and I think this was in terms of the, uh, the, um, what's it called? The animal weapon or the, the, there are weapon quests. Um, yeah. Getting parts of that from crafters. The The idea there would be like, if you have an issue or if you're on a smaller server and farming gill is a, a hard thing and people are selling it at the maximum price they can go for and you just can and you're on the lower end of the gill spectrum um and farming gills just just harder on certain servers it's gonna take time like and that and you don't want to be hindered by the fact that you can't get money and then wiping yourself out of money to go like that's not me versus game that's me versus the economy and the economy may not be fair <laughs> if that makes any sense and then then i'll increase people buying gill which you don't want that's my thought anyway like your people are going to go out and be like oh i bought 10 million gill because i needed this piece for my weapon and would you i don't want that you don't want to see rmt hit this game harder because it's all it's going to do is just bring more rmt into this game and you don't want that <clears throat> reddit also had an interview <laughs> I l listen, I left out the massively pop interview because they didn't have like an interview and like they just talked about what they talked about with the Yoshi. It was so weird. I didn't Anyway. Uh Accessibility options are coming, but compatibility issues currently. Uh working on it. So
1: I, I'm really glad that this is a thing that they are addressing. There are some games that do this really, really well. Um and I think Final Fantasy could really uh take advantage of it, both for our peop gamers who Uh, need these accessibility options uh, color blindness or other uh, issues but uh, even for people who don't necessarily require these it would be really nice to have that option to be able to see the orange circle on the red ground while there's fire spewing everywhere
0: yeah um, I would love to change the color of the reticles like to make it a different color uh, cause there are certain fights where I'm just like, there's so many flashing lights that if this was something other than its normal color, I could probably get this like just a split hair second faster. Hair. One of
1: my favorites is I think it's in uh, the great Gubal library hard. There is a reticle that's, I think it's red, yellow, and black. And it's just a massive circle near the end boss. And it's very, very easy to see. It's very easy to point out. There is no chance that you should be standing in it. Like I usually do. Uh, and I, I just think that works very well as a an indicator.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. I think, but I'm glad they're working on it. Like I'm glad it wasn't just something like, "Oh, we'll look into it." It's something they are actively working on. So, uh, and, and just to give people a reference, this is to people with uh, that have uh, color issues with uh, eyesight, so colorblind um folks and that's that's different types of colorblindness i'm sure they're working on it especially with uh right now i think the issue is hold up with consoles versus uh the tech with pc i think they're just working on that part but once it gets done and i'm sure we'll see it in the 4x series uh glamours without having the items like the wild transmog log possible but low on the priority list lots of other ui changes coming first so it might take some time before they can address it um remember we talked about this like about a month ago and i was like it would make sense if they just did a transmog log, like a, a, a glamour log, and you're like, eh, nah. <laughs> but even then he was like, eh, nah. I agree. Like, it would be really awesome to have this
1: sort of thing. It would probably be technically a little bit difficult. Um, but it does sound like it's possible. It would be challenging. But they have a lot of other stuff. Like right now, they're working on the combat revamps. And as part of that, they're kind of almost doing a sort of customish UI per class uh, so we kind of have to wait to see what that's going to entail, how that's going to change things, and then from that uh, they might look at this in the future, but it's it's definitely not on the high-priority list right now. It's not, but we'll, uh, we'll get Maybe there. Maybe towards the end of the 4 se- 4X series, so that uh, once people are kind of done most of the content, we're back to Glamour the true end game. not have to do the main storyline quests, then we can get a little bit more of that uh, lovely
0: Glamour. It's all about looking sexy. <laughs> uh, the- <laughs> yeah uh my favorite part uh, i think of all the uh the articles was they'll work on making more interesting raids like the Ozma Os- the fight that don't have skippable phases but uh up to the designer and the ex- uh, and their experiences i want more fights like Ozma. i think having a random boss that isn't a dance so to speak like you know the you know the one two three one two three I I dig that. I think that if they keep uh, with, not for everything, because then it's going to just be tedious and outplayed, but, like, make more exciting, I guess, phases and stuff that may be a little more random. And, yeah, even Dog Trust, like, I heart Ozma. Ozma is an amazing fight. And there are good things and bad things about the Ozma fight, too. Like,
1: sometimes the RNG is just terrible and... Uh, it, it messes you up, but I think Cosmo is, puts a nice balance between RNG and uh, stable mechanics that you can actually rely on and do, as opposed to something like Titan Extreme, which is something that we're more familiar with uh, recently, but very tight it, mechanics. Is, it, it is very tight mechanics, and it's very, very simple once you know the pattern, but you need to learn that pattern. You need to do that, and if you have one or two people that mess it up, it's kind of hard to, to recover yeah, but, when you're to doing recover. it
0: synced. Especially because, like, unrecovering from that fight is is you're, that somebody's off the platform, you can't revive them, so it's just harder to to pick back up from that. Um, yeah, it's,
1: it's a very coordinated fight. Same with Ravana; it's just a dance. Yep.
0: Uh, stat formulas are getting adjustments, so numbers aren't crazy, but will increase inherently. So uh, the same with Warcraft had the stat shrink. I don't think they're going to do a stat shrink. What they're going to do is. Just a little bit, just little. Like we'll see a boost going into 4.0 with that gear, but then we'll see a just an evening out. Like we won't see that massive. Like it'll boop and ooh like that (laughs) boop and ooh. So that's what we'll see. Uh, That's the technical term. Boop and ooh. Boop and ooh is that's all. Listen, I'm not a I'm not a developer, but that's how it is. I'm pretty sure we need to rename the episode Boop and Ooh. Boop and ooh. Um. Open world primals. Boof. Doc has got a boop and ew. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's like that song Bump and Grind, but it's called Boop and Ooh. <laughs> Open world primals via Beast Tribe summons discussed before 2.0. Still planned, but waiting for community to become more tight knit and close. Kind of like an autopilot. You should not think it's still way too early to release that content. What do you think about that? I think it makes sense. Uh, I'm not so sure about
1: the reason behind it. Uh, I'd have to look into it and see it a bit more, but I think if they don't think that the content would work with the way that our community is now, that's a good reason not to release the content.
0: I wonder if it's community and maybe, maybe they're waiting for more server changes like stuff. So we can do a little more cross now, you know, like,
1: like, the way that this was worded was that they wanted the community to become more tight knit and closed, almost like it's on autopilot, uh, one of the things that they mentioned that uh, Yoshida mentioned was that they weren't expecting that 2.0 was going to do as well as it did. And it's still improving and they're still getting players coming on and joining. Uh, they, they're, I think they're planning on this as closer to when the servers are kind of winding down, the story's kind of winding down. They don't have as much going on active, not as much development may be going on. So they'll start spawning these, content, these pieces of content that players and guilds can do, but they want to have kind of an established community there. They want... Uh, guilds to be going after these things or being able to rally your group, your people, and, and go out and do this. Which, when the game is still getting new people, it's not really something that you can do, or it's. I don't know if that's a good reason or not, but uh, if they say that that's why they're not doing it, I think that's probably a good call.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, I mean, based on that the answer, I'm pretty sure there's a deeper reasoning behind that, but that's probably. We could probably get more out of them at a later date. <laughs> um free company looking for more ui uh it's been pitched but yoshida doesn't want to uh, see it being used much they want something like more of an interactive recruitment system sorry that that's kind of vague when he starts to maybe give a vague answer or unless you typed it as i I went vague on that (laughs) um nope that's actually from the interview that may be um Sometimes I feel like he can't give more because it's something that's coming. He just can't talk about it. So he has to kind of go a little vague on it, maybe.
1: I think in this case, it's not that they don't have it coming. Like they did say that the UI devs have pitched this as an idea. They have mocked it out. They have looked at it. But based on the information that they have from, they have functionality like this on the lodestone already, but players don't seem to use it. And personally, I think that's because it's on the lodestone and players just don't end up using that. But uh, I can also see that if it was just a simple list of all the FCs recruiting, that wouldn't really be terribly useful to the to the players. No. But if they brought something that's more interactive, like the recruitment system made that a little bit better. Uh, they talked about maybe similar to the 1.0 retainers where you place them in the world. Maybe you could have a, a ghost of the FC leader just sitting somewhere in the world. Terrible idea. We do not want to fight for black. Yes, yes, we do.
0: Person. Oh, yes, we do.
1: Oh, God, no, don't. We, <laughs> oh, no. yes. Uh, yes, thank the 12 I mean, that does not
0: happen please make that happen no real intentions to create a lot of open world content like Final Fantasy 11 lots of nostalgia from people but no one wants to wait from, for uh, to form parties or wait for spawns etc people complain right now when you have like a
1: 10 to 15 to 20 minute wait for the duty finder I, as much as everyone else I loved running open world content I loved open dungeons I liked looking for groups camping spawns uh camp having camps doing camp checks all that sort of stuff but i agree i don't have the time
0: anymore to sit and, and wait for all these things i don't have time either now here's the thing if you did it if you looked at world quest from warcraft like when Shin and i went to go play uh legion there were giant raid bosses that you had to like a week quest for now if we could do the cross server join a group that was instantly ready on the go on the fly we can get in there and do it and get out sure that is no problem i'm down for that are they there yet no but hopefully with the server changes and hopefully with some of the cross-server stuff that's coming in 4.x, maybe we can come back to this as something that they can come back to.
1: Yeah, even if you're looking at WoW, there is a lot of work that went on. Like They're at, what, 13 years now uh, that they've been working on WoW. And they just recently in the last couple of years have done this whole phasing sharding system with the the different servers where they can kind of each join each other. Uh, Final Fantasy has been out for more or less the last three or four years uh, in the 2.0 version, and they do not have the technology to do this. Cr- they don't have the technology yet to do cross-server uh, tells or FCS or anything like that. Uh, but uh, so all of this other the sharding and the phasing and stuff would be way way more advanced and require a lot of server work. So we're probably not going to see it any time in the next few years, at least at least we're lucky we're getting cross-server fc
0: yes which i'd rather have to be honest um fc alliance uh system plan for 2.x should be uh in 4.1 or 4.2 which is great um and not a long break between 4.0 and 4.1 though devs need rest
1: they did point out that there was a large break between 3.0 and 3.1 they were wondering if that's still a thing uh, Yoshi, I just know because they do have plans for 4.1 already, and they are going to try to keep onto that normal release schedule. Uh, but he would like to give the devs a rest, and honestly, I think that that's a good idea. Like, if they do this whole sprint up to 4.0, complete it, then they have a little bit of a break before 4.1. That's completely fine with me. I know how challenging uh, it can be to kind of do that whole sprint up, and I don't work in game development. It's a lot crazier than that. So, yeah. Gives your devs a break. Let them regain their sanity. Could you yeah. imagine if you were constantly putting in all that time and effort and then had to just keep doing it forever, you would get wiped out. They would lose their developers, and we would lose a game.
0: Yep. Now, uh, I want to point out, hey, Chewy, we we took your thing. I, I actually said pin it. I think we may have time to get to it. Uh, I put it at the bottom of the notes. He, he did put it at the bottom of the notes, so we'll talk about that. Uh, but uh, real quick, though, I think Shin and I are going to go through our thoughts on uh, diadem Dietem. we did get to play it last week we did what are your thoughts on this i structurally (laughs) um (laughs) as a structured content it's not structured at all it's it's you go in bath parties and you just slam fates uh is it fun it's quick i mean it's quick to get in it's quick to hit your objectives it's for good in and out and getting rewards sure i'm fine with that It's fun um we we got lucky on ours we got the uh emergency mission we did the raid the first, first time, time. We, first time we got in there and went that raid i got a 280 weapon why not let's party it's a class you don't play but hey yeah What? A, whatever what about you what did you think of the structure of the uh i thought it was actually kind of neat like
1: i don't know if it was something that i would constantly be running over and over again to farm but it does give me something else to do and i do like the fate system but found that there's not a lot of parties and stuff to do these fates with in the open world like it was great when we were doing that really really annoying at the time crystal step where you just be like, hey, I'm crystal farming in this zone. And everyone, you would get at a party, you'd go, you'd do a whole bunch of fates. It was great. Uh, but as the time goes on, I find that content ends up getting stale. People don't do it. And it, it just kind of becomes dead. Uh, so something like this that brings in the fates plus uh, some reason for people to do it, I think it's kind of cool. And I like the structure and the way that they have it set up. Uh, it's a little bit unorganized and hectic, I find. Uh, in that people come in and they don't necessarily know what to do. The map is empty the first time you go in. You can't find your group. People just go off. People don't really communicate a whole lot. And sometimes it takes a while for that group to get together and actually start doing things properly. Uh, but once you're kind of in there and you're doing it, uh, the fates are kind of fun. Uh, some of the bigger ones, like the the bosses that are there, are really, really interesting. And having that chance to do that emergency raid piece was really, really neat. Uh, I haven't really experienced the RNG, so I don't know how frequently or not it spawns. Uh, so that might be a little bit more of an annoyance, but uh, just doing that once so far, I think it's pretty good content.
0: Now I will say that we got that emergency raid on our first time together. Now, when I ran it with Curry, we did not get that emergency raid. <laughs> so that is pointed out that we didn't hit it on ours, but we hit it on ours. Like, so, um, and also we did the Brontosaurus. The yeah, we did the Brontosaurus uh or the brachiosaur and that thing was tough like that was no joke that was that thing was like that thing hit hard like we picked all the easy things (laughs) so um gameplay wise it's just it's fates and bosses and raids and nothing that we're not used to so i don't think there's anything special there i don't think shin has too much to add on that either now for crafters by all means, crafters, you have it made in this thing because you can go, you get scripts, you can f- fly around even after the time is spent. You have all that extra time after the PVE people have left. You can still go around and gather. By all means, you you nailed this one that out of the park. Um, uh, gear and rewards, uh, you get I two eighty gear and weapons, and Calm down. and boy, people are pissed. <laughs> Sure are i do understand I understand it
1: i do think that there is uh, there is that group of people that are very very vocal that really hate the two eighty weapons, and I think that it might be i I would have preferred them to be maybe two seventy five weapons so maybe equal to or just below what the animal would be that would be good enough to kind of catch up and not surpass um but I don't think it's terrible that there's two eighty weapons. Uh, they are randomized they are random stats some people did the math it would take you a long long time for you to have a good chance of getting that weapon otherwise you're completely 100% luck that you get a weapon uh even luckier if you get a weapon that rolls well so really i don't
0: think i was gonna say that machinist weapon is shit (laughs) it's too handy
1: but it's shit i I don't think that it's really going to be terrible it's a lot easier um from a time versus reward standpoint, to go and do your animal quest line, to go and farm your Zervan weapon, uh, or any of those other things, like, I don't think it really deserved the outrage that it got. Uh, I have, I'm currently farming light for my animal weapon. I will still run diatom sometimes to try to get the 280. Really don't care if I get my 280 weapon or not because the animal one's going to be more than fine for what I need.
0: To get a 280 ring was a, a win for me. I'd rather get the ring to replace my lower, for 70. What? Oh no! no, no, it no was I, two 265 I got, rings. No, yeah, I had two. It was 265, and I had a 270 ring, but I got a 280 ring on that thing. And I don't think there was 280 jewelry there. Uh-huh. Or 270. I don't know what I got. I may mean, go back and check. I thought
1: you. This is 265 uh, gear.
0: Maybe it was 280 weapons, 265
1: gear. And then 270 from Proto Ultima.
0: Yeah, oh, that's right, yeah. So, yeah Proto Ultima's still there, but you can only get one of those damn things on Proto Ultima anyway. But, wh- I mean, I made a point to put out the, point out the 280 things, because Yoshi B walked up on stage, first thing he said on backs, he walked out on stage and was just like, Alright, let's everybody just calm the fuck down. Yeah. Whole episode just for that. Yeah. He walked out and said, "Let's let's everybody just calm the fuck down it was worth it so worth it two seconds alright let's everybody just calm the fuck down (laughs) 50 minutes minutes of build up for
1: two seconds of payoff
0: yeah
1: I'm just gonna let that one sit there but uh, anyways uh, during the the, like a bottle rocket podcast (laughs) yeah uh, we did have a question from Twina uh, or not so much a question as a statement uh, this is my biggest gripe about m m o dungeons. Give me some exploration and
0: puzzles yes yes and I, I i agree i I don't know how to i personally, I think we get more from a final fantasy dungeon i you know early on. I don't know if heaven's word too much hit those um but i'm gonna i'm gonna keep the hope alive based on the statements made at all the fanfest is that the next iteration, the Stormblood expansion, that we should expect these these dungeons, specifically what Yoshi said, that these are going to feel more like Final Fantasy dungeons. And if they're going to feel like Final Fantasy dungeons, that, there should be some Final Fantasy-esque things going on there, like puzzles and keys you have to get, and maybe you have to solve some stuff and work together more as a group. Maybe it's not going to always be... Run through, kill the thing. Run through, kill the thing. It's going to be run through, kill the thing. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe you you guys got to go and light some torches or pick up the things. Or you four of us have to stand on specific plates to open the door. Um, kind of. We like have the seen
1: ba- some mechanics like this. Like we had the, and I know everyone does not like it, but Temple of Karn had the little creatures that you had to kill on the switches in order for the doors to open. So we have seen similar things.
0: Yeah, and I and I, my hope is that and maybe not so much like Karn, but maybe going forward stuff like that and i if any game's going to do it it's going to be this one because they're going to want to hold true to the final fantasy moniker or the title it's 30 years of final fantasy stormbloods coming out to to make it a point to say that this is going to feel more like a final fantasy in terms of dungeons and content prove it <laughs> Pro- prove it
1: the thing that i would like to see um and i'll leave this as my closing for this um Breath of the Wild came out a couple weeks ago, and one of the things that I am feeling that they've done very, very well is these trials and shrines that they've scattered throughout the world, where you effectively go in and it's a couple minute puzzle that, or combat or something, but as a player, you have to go in and do this short little uh, diversion, more or less, for a small reward. You go in and you have to solve some sort of puzzle, you have to kill some sort of enemy, you have to do some sort of task. Uh, I would like to see something like that come to Final Fantasy. Maybe not necessarily so much as a solo player thing, as a maybe as a multiplayer thing, or maybe you ha- you start a, that every player in the group starts in a different room and you all have to solve puzzles until you can meet each other or something along those lines. Like so content like that would be kind of interesting for
0: this. Yeah, and utilize your new mechanics, like utilize swimming in the sense, put water in dungeons. Let us go underwater to solve a puzzle. You don't want to do underwater no. co- combat? You don't want to do solve a puzzle underwater? Why? The water temple. Why You're Like, PDSD from the fucking Water Temple from Ocarina of Time? Like, yes. I do? Fuck that goddamn dungeon. <laughs> water dungeon. Ugh. But I'm saying, like, I mean, you could do something, like, where it's not, like, such a water... Te- well, I'm like let's not give us a Water Temple. But what I'm saying is, like, it would be interesting that maybe, like, two people have to stay on a bridge, and somebody has to dive underwater and lock something so we can get across. Um... And then, you know, that'd be kind of cool. I mean, once you figure it out, it's not going to be always the same thing, but it is fun the first time. I think that's maybe that's why MMO uh, developers don't put these puzzles in unless the puzzles randomly generate every time. And it's different every time, Um, because if you did it and it was solvable the first time and it's always easy to solve again, then you're always going to be able to solve it. So, yeah, and uh, it'd
1: be hard for them to generate stuff like that. So I think it would be a more difficult Uh, technical challenge for them but if they can overcome that and they can build something for it it would be amazing addition to
0: mmos yes uh, i agree also uh should come back and play final fantasy 14 with us Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think i personally i'll make that pitch now i think he would love the the um the uh palace of the dead the uh what's it called system I forgot the name of it. Deep Plus. dungeon? There we go. The deep dungeon system. I think you would like the random dungeon and the fact that it, it goes uh ten floors deep and it goes up to uh, two hundred floors. I think you'd dig that. Plus I think if someone was gonna play I don't know. I don't know. What do you think he'd play? What do you think he'd be as what do you think Chuina's class would be?
1: I, I've never played with Chuina, so I don't know.
0: You never uh I can't he I can't remember what type what cl- Chawina, if you're still here, what class would you play in EQ2? Let's see if he gives us an answer. Uh while well, he tries to give us an answer because it's gonna be 30 seconds behind. I just let everybody know that uh you could find us uh weekly here every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 P- uh 5 Pacific Standard Time. Um <laughs> uh, our recorded shows are up on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Um we would love, and this helps us out. I don't I maybe I don't put enough stress on this, but guys, you if you want to help us out, we don't ask for money. I don't ask you to give me a dime for this. Not yet, anyways. <laughs> um, but to help us out now, what what would benefit us, uh, and Shane and I would greatly appreciate it, is if you went out, I, out on whatever, if you're using Stitcher, if you're using Google Play, if you're using iTunes, just go out, rate us, and just write a review. And that gets us on the, uh, it gets us out there, believe it or not, that helps us. Um, more people can find us, the more people that find us, the better off we are as a podcast. And and then we get, the more reviews we get, guess what? the more people are going to tell us, like, hey, guys, I think it'd be cool if you change this, or, hey, I miss when Flatus did uh, just the tip, (laughs) and I think that should be a staple every show. Bring back the tip. (laughs) I want more of the tip. (laughs) Um, Shin. Shin doesn't. Shin. I don't know if Shin likes the tip. Anyway. Anyway, you can also find us at maelstromradio.com. That is our website slash blog. Um, We don't blog enough there, but we do post our shows there. So if you uh, are looking for the show and you uh, want to just listen at your computer and you don't want to have to bother with iTunes or that, you can uh, (laughs) talk to John and chat. Hashtag bring back the mush tip. Please now. just go there. You can find, it. and we also have links to all of our uh, our catchalls, uh, YouTube, everything like that. Um, you can find it. Uh, you can email the show at show at maelstromradio.com. Send us your email. Send us uh, your likes. Tell me, uh, hey, what uh, what's what's your deal over there? Tell us uh, what do you think of t- uh, two eighty weapons? Do you hate them? Do you love them? Do you think it's stupid? Do you think we we're too kind to yoshi P? Like, is he the 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 demon? That everyone's. Want to rake them over the coals? Let us know. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're right. I don't know, but to let us know, uh, and you can find us at Twitter at Maelstrom underscore Radio. I think Chewina died. <laughs> I didn't get an answer. I'm going. I'm almost through this, and I think Chewina is 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 died. Um, probably not. He's probably he's probably fine. Um, you can find us at Facebook.com forward slash Maelstrom Radio. Uh, we've been getting hits. I don't know what's going on, but we've been getting hits lately. Couldn't tell you. I, 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 yes, please, more hits, but I don't know why. But thank you. Thank you for following us. And of course, you can find us here at twitch.tv forward slash Maelstrom Radio. Uh, <laughs> I, he played something with, like, I saw gears and stuff on the ground a lot. <laughs> like, that's what he played. Something with gears, some sort of, like, time mage thing. No? Maybe an illusionist? Yes, that's it. He played an illusionist. That's, that would be a support class
1: oh i'm sorry but yeah that doesn't exist in here
0: doesn't i'm sorry buddy bard maybe (laughs) no i don't know what monk ninja i
1: don't know maybe we can convince him, and i'll bring him on next time
0: yeah
1: on next show that
0: that would be a fun episode to try to sit down with somebody that's like really doesn't play this game and then attempt to convince them. like have them debate why we should convince them to play final fantasy 14 be an interesting episode we'll talk (laughs) oh boy um so shin do you have anything else for the fine people out there Now, i think it's about time praise lava Scorpion. (laughs) jeez we started a cult last week we can't (sighs) i'm pretty sure we're gonna be on someone's show in about not this weekend but next weekend so we'll talk more about our religion then i guess um so Shin, I'm gonna say goodbye to everybody. I'm gonna start putting out. Yeah, there you go, buddy. Say bye to Shin. Gonna mute Shin now. He's muted. I can start doing this. <laughs> <laughs> he can just mime to people. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, I want to thank you all for coming out and joining us uh, for this 20th episode of uh, Maelstrom Radio. Uh, like I said, every week we keep doing this a little bit better, a little bit smarter, but somehow we tend never to forget that this is just a silly damn thing. Um, so join us for next week. We're not sure what we're doing, but it, maybe we'll debate with somebody about joining the game. <laughs> I'm not sure yet. Um, thank you so much. And uh, remember, until c is all... Keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is a production of MaelStreamRadio.com, Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy 14 and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Ben773. Our outro is provided by soda. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash Soto. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of Males from Radio and their hosts and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until sea swallows all, keep listening.